The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond. 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 Welcome, everybody, to Podcast Beyond, episode 251. No, wait, what's that? We didn't do 250? That's right, we didn't do episode 250, because as our leader, Greg Miller, explained, he's just not around right now. We just don't want to do 250 without him, because it's going to be special, it's going to be great, it's going to be beautiful, we're going to love it. We're going to have a great time. My name is Ryan Clements, by the way. And I am one of your hosts on this week's episode of Podcast Beyond, IGN's number one PlayStation podcast. Why the fuck is Andrew eating an apple right now? Why can't you just wait? Because <laughs> he's hungry. The man speaking word. right now yeah. in great anger is, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Beyond. And I am joined by apple-eating, news-writing, smooth-talking Andrew Goldfarb. Infinity Word sent us an apple. Bite, bite into one it. apple. They sent us a fruit basket. Bite into it in the micro- into the microphone. <laughs> that's good that's, that is a juicy apple goodness all right welcome everyone thank you for joining us uh obviously it is tuesday that means it's beyond day that means it's playstation network update day whatever that business is mm. so we have a lot of stuff to talk about um i think instead of the small talk let's just cut right to the chase okay let's mm-hmm. let's go to what once was what is now forever will be and in other dimensions what could remain doing? the roper report time for some news goldberg just took a half eaten piece of apple out of his mouth and then just looked so, at it just so, and looked at it just so he could do the the beeping noise Goldie, don't <laughs> choke, all right? You're going to make Goldie choke. And now Easy. he's, getting, and now he's Just... getting apple fragments onto the microphone. <laughs> apple fragments. I, I hope that this... I couldn't make the beeping noise with the mouth full of that. I had just taken a bite. Now, I don't want to say that Panda Musk needs to animate everything from a podcast beyond, but I felt like the whole apple section would make for a funny animation as well. It's a great app. So, Panda, consider it. Uh, let's listen to the rest of this episode, and then we can decide if it's something you want to do uh, just as a, uh, as a free. The big guy. apple might last the whole episode. All right there, guy. <laughs> this might be your last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Moriarty, what, what happened in the world of video games and PlayStation this oh, week? So many things. 15 items on the list. Jeez. Wow. What if I told you that you could only name five of those? I'll tell you that there. That'll yeah. be ten too few. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. Uh, number one. Final Fantasy Versus 13 isn't canceled after all. A rumor from Kotaku earlier spoke of multiple unnamed sources stating that Final Fantasy Versus 13 was no more, but Square Enix CEO Yoichi Wada tweeted that the rumors were, quote, false, end quote, and that he had just left a meeting concerning the game. Quote, if you saw the presentation of the city, it'd knock, your, knock you off your feet, says Yoichi LOL. Yo- <laughs> and then he said LOL. LOL. Uh, five, uh, CEO of Square Enix. Final Fantasy Versus 13 is a PS3 exclusive that was first announced in 2006. When we'll see more of it remains to be seen. Something tells me mm. it'll be at TGS. Okay. Yeah, so, I, could, I could see that. I believe that they're having a meeting. I don't believe it's a weekly meeting. If they've been having weekly meetings since 2006 about this game, that's a fucking joke. That's <laughs> <laughs> Those are the least productive meetings of all time. So, uh... You guys want to talk about the car in this scene? Or, uh, uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> they're all hung over every week. <laughs> they always have it on Friday mornings. And they have like they go out drinking sake every night Thursday, so they never get anything done in their th- in their Friday morning. They just meetings. watch cat videos. They just, they're just like you guys want to. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're just playing through Final Fantasy Thirteen too. They're so they're so hung over on Friday sometimes that they cancel the game three times. So then they, <laughs> and they can't, they're like. Let's just not even do, do this guys game anymore. Just want to scrap the project. Oh, we've spent so much money. Oh shit! Did I just email that to Kotaku? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, keep going. Number two. Yes. A Kingdom of Amalur Reckoning sequel was nearly funded by Grand Theft Auto publisher Take Two Interactive. An interview with Thirty Eight Studios founder Kurt Schilling noted that the deal was ready for quote final sign off end quote and that two and that Take Two was quote spooked end quote by the words of Rhode Island Governor Lincoln Chaffee, who called Reckoning a quote failure. End quote. Thus, the game was never funded, and 38 Studios went under. Thank you, Governor Chaffee. Man, was yep. it Chaffee? I don't know. It doesn't matter. That whole yeah, I don't. I, we don't need to dwell on it. But I just, I feel bad every time I hear that story. Yeah, me too. It, it's probably one of the greater modern tragedies in the gaming space that we've, you know, we've come across. Talented team goes under. And what's disappointing is that, and and he will not be held accountable for it probably because it's video games. Is that the governor? You know, the Rhode Island is on the hook for a bunch of money millions of tens of millions of dollars um but he they almost re- could have had recovered that or at least recovered some of it by letting the sequel come out in which the governor himself is responsible for it not getting signed by a major publisher yeah I so mean, that that should co- cost him votes but it, it probably won't because it's going to be like oh it's video games but maybe it will because it's a lot of money especially for a small state yeah i i feel like this whole situation doesn't reflect well on him as far as 38 saying solvent though i mean uh they Two of the executives testified to bankruptcy hearing, I think it was a week or two ago, um, where they said, number one, yeah, they owed Rhode Island $75 million. And number two, they owed EA $30 million because EA gave them a $30 million advance to make the game that they had to pay back. And on top of all of that, they only received 30% of the profits for the game. So, like, it it was an uphill battle the whole way. Like, it would have been so hard for 38 to become profitable. And I think that's... um, that's why they were waiting for Copernicus. They, I think they thought the MMO with subscriptions would bring in enough money for them to, to pay all those debts and start making money. But owing $105 million before you even start is never a good thing. Yeah, it seems like it was a case of mismanagement. I don't know yeah. why for your maiden voyage you would have, have two concurrent maiden voyages in which one was contingent on your other game selling really well. Yeah. A new IP, both of them really sharing the same IP. I think Copernicus was probably the reason why the studio went under because I can't imagine Reckoning costing that much money to build, uh, nor did it do poorly at retail. Even at 30%, plus the funding from EA probably would have gotten EA on board to publish the sequel, which they've since said that they would like to publish. I don't know who what the fuck is going on with that game. Yeah, I agree. I think the rights are going to be in the hands of Rhode Island, ironically enough, so... I don't know who, uh, how EA would ever get those back if they really want to make a sequel. Well, Rhode Island, major Rhode Island company Hasbro, maybe they'll get involved. Maybe. Out of Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Mm. Number three. Hmm. Vatra Games, the developer behind Silent Hill Downpour, may be in danger of being closed. Vatra Games' uh, parent company, Kuju Entertainment, says that the company is, quote, conducting a strategic review of all aspects of the business, end quote, but that, quote, no decisions have yet been made. Kujo? Kuju. So Kujo. Yes, right. The dog. The scary right. dog. Yeah. Vatra Games is located in the Czech Republic and has agreed to do another game with Konami, but that may not happen if Kujo, according to Clements, <laughs> decides to shutter the developer. So we'll see what happens. And Konami that. got back to me today, finally, that they don't have a comment about this. So, okay. Super. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. This is a good story. This is an exciting story for me. I'm ready. And I think it'll be exciting for you guys, too. Let's Number hear four. It. Pixel Junk developer Q Games recently published a poll on its Facebook page asking gamers to vote on which of the Pixel Junk series players most want to see on Vita. This could just be testing the waters, but it seems that Q Games may be ready to make the leap to PlayStation Vita. This, the developer has mostly concentrated on PS3 with its Pixel Junk series, but a lone game did go to PSP in the form of Pixel Junk Monsters Deluxe. So there's a precedent for Q Games working on Sony's handhelds. That would be fucking awesome if the Pixel Junk games came to, to Vita. Or a new Pixel Junk game in one of the old series, Shooter, Racer, Eden, Monsters. M- not Monsters. Side-scroller. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, that would be really cool. Everything should come to Vita. I, I wrote a story today that um, The Walking Dead, you know, the Telltale, the mm. episodic game, is coming to iPhone, iPad. I think we do that for a while, but they released, a, a, they gave a release date, um, and they said it's been optimized for touch controls and stuff. Like, if, if it's been on PS3 and now it's optimized for touch controls, put it on Vita. What are they doing? Yeah, we'll sell 10 copies on Vita. It's probably not, probably not worth <laughs> it for them to do it. They probably have to pay an exorbitant amount of money to get it. Side. Even if it's already on yeah. PSN through PS3, you think? Yeah, I mean they'd have to they'd have to put it through certification again, yeah. for sure. 
As mm-hmm. a side note, here's the Clements tangent. Yes or no, is it too late for the PlayStation Vita? No. No. Okay. It's, it's getting there. It's, yeah, it's, re- <laughs> it's really precariously close. Right. To be I mean, it. I've said it like a hundred times, but uh, I really feel like Assassin's Creed Liberation was just a, a total miscalculation because if that was coming out at the beginning of October, I think you would see itself so much better than coming out in the same day as AC3. But Yeah, they can't get anything right with that thing. I think, I really think TGS is like, they have to have major Japanese-centric announcements at TGS and major Western-centric announcements at Gamescom. And they must have both, and they must p- please both audiences. Last uh, Guardian is a Vita exclusive. <laughs> that would be awesome. I yeah. mean, if that's what they're doing, I mean, that, that, would, be, that would be great. But yeah. that's not going to – no one gives a shit. They need – you know, that game is a joke now. I mean, like, it, it might be great it might, if it ever it's comes out. It's a joke out. to you. It's I, a, jo- I, I it's a it's joke. I think it's a little to, unfair to I think you call need to, it a joke I think you to need to read. I want, yeah, okay. But I think you need to read the comments on any story we write in which people are like, I don't care about this game anymore. I haven't cared about this game in three years. For, this for game's sure. I, like I, I, I don't care about it anymore, really. But which is shocking. I, and I didn't even I well, to be fair, I didn't actually care about it super much. In, but you were the, the you were the proponent of it when you saw it. I yeah. mean, I really I enjoyed it. What I enjoyed what I saw. I thought it had. Promise, By the way, Ryan Clement saw the game being played. Now yeah. that's the, years ago. Yeah, and they're, they're one of very few. Yeah, yeah and, and and you know, Ryan Clements is also a person who played Mega Man Universe. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. I did play which that, is, which is awesome. So those are two two things. So Clement saw the Last Guardian being played in probably a format in which it doesn't exist anymore, and he played Mega Man Universe before Capcom canceled it for whatever reason. Have you played any? I played uh, StarCraft Ghost on GameCube at E3 2004. <laughs> <laughs> that's that so, count. That's so cool when when people play. I mean, we've all played yeah. games that have not been released or have been caught in development hell. One of the games I was thinking of, not nearly as big as any of these games, was what the hell happened to Machinarium, the PSN game that. I played like two years ago. Oh, I mean, that was a PC game, right? Yeah. yeah. Haven't there been rumors lately that that's finally coming out? On Vita. Yeah. Because mm. um, I played it uh, at E3 two, two years ago after the Sony press conference. They like removed everything and then like... Uh, Is that when the, the James DJ Addiction- from... He- from uh from Beastie Boys. Yeah, he played pretty, yeah. and then and then James Addiction played. Addi- Man, I never <laughs> I will never forget that. Try to play move games when Jane's Addiction is doing a rock show behind you. Yeah, it you. was like the worst shit what ever. Was that? I mean Jane's Addiction is awesome, but that was the worst shit ever. I remember playing because yeah. I was playing Machinarium and like Perry Farrell's like, you know, on stage like gyrating like fucking five feet away from me. And then I was playing what was I playing? Like medieval moves. No, I was playing Team Eco Collection. And dude's talking to me, and I'm like, what? And he's like, <laughs> he's like it's got, you know, platinum trophies for both games. I'm like, what? And it was like, it was like, what are you guys? That's why I was so relieved after this year's conference. It was like, just get the fuck out of here and go back to the, the you know, the show. I'm yeah. like, thank yep. God. All right. Yeah. All right. Number five. <laughs> A Final Fantasy 13 related announcement is set to occur in Japan on September 1st. The date also marks the day that Final Fantasy 25th anniversary event will take place. What this announcement is remains to be seen, but it likely has to do with Final Fantasy 13 2 DLC, maybe Final Fantasy Versus 13, or perhaps even an all-new game in the form of Final Fantasy 13 3. Yes, yeah, so the uh, to enlighten this conversation, I would, I would lean away from DLC, as I believe the director said that they're pretty much done yeah. with DLC. Toriyama and called now, that the final DLC. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so now, unless, of course, you know, they could totally go back on what they said because there's, you know, that's not unheard of. But we're thinking it's going to be 13-3, and it'll be yeah. the conclusion of the Lightning Saga. Or maybe it's Final Fantasy 13 and 13-2 for Vita. Yeah, Highly <laughs> unlikely. They can they can okay. throw that in with Final Fantasy 10 HD. Maybe we'll, we'll hear about that Oh, yeah, where... God, what are they doing? Yeah, I know. We you forgot know, about know. that. I know. Nothing about business at all. I know nothing about game development at all, except, you know, what I learned through here. But I could still run Square Enix better than what they are doing right now. Even it if all be I had to do was point at pro- to things to prioritize. And that's my only role was to prioritize projects. Content manager at Square Enix. Content manager at Square <laughs> well, Enix. Well, it came, out, like, it came out after TGS last year that, that Final Fantasy X HD like, wasn't even really in development. Yeah. So it's like, it, it was like, here... Here it is, because I remember people were like, people were like, so is this a HD game? Are you remaking it? And they're like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> I don't fuck. I'm so I'm so fucking tired of talking about Square Enix and and we we I recorded a PlayStation conversation with Mitch Dyer of the Xbox team today because we had a little bit of an engagement on Twitter this morning about congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. About uh, final fantasy 13 versus whatever the fuck it's called. And I was, and I sarcastically said that I'm sure it's going to be great considering it's, it's six year development cycle. Of course, 
that remains to be seen. And he took issue with that, and so we had a conversation about it. But I kind of came to realize during our conversation on, on Square Enix that they are really being kept alive probably by IDOS, which in a way was a very wily move on their part to buy that that company and, and to focus on Western games like Deus Ex or Sleeping Dogs, and, and which Tomb comes Raider out soon, Tomb Raider, yeah. Just Cause, all of these games they've they published. Hitman. Plus, they, plus Hitman, plus they own Taito, so they they put out some actually pretty good PSN games as well, um, like Space Invaders, Infinity, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Infinity Gene. And f- those are iOS games as well, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. And it's just a mystery how they own this developer and this and this publishing arm basically that makes and facilitates great games with second and third parties and then their internal studios are just fucking running around with their heads cut off like not doing like i don't understand what's going on there we've talked about it a million times i i feel like like the same thing with the last guardian and team eco i feel like the story behind what happened with that game and that team is going to be more interesting than the game itself and i feel that way about uh what's going on with Square Enix's internal development teams. Yeah. yeah. Because like you said, all you have to do is go like, this is a priority. Maybe we shouldn't announce Final Fantasy X HD. A, because no one fucking asked for it. And B, because we haven't even started it yet. Yeah. I mean, little things like that might help run the company a little bit better. What the hell do I know? And even just looking at what they ended up doing with Final Fantasy VII, like after all this talk, it's, it's going to be back on PC, but not on Steam, only through their proprietary service. Yeah, like, like you can't make that shit up. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, that don't even, I mean... Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like you, you could put out your game on Steam where I know it would sell well. Yeah. I mean, especially even if you just even because there were there's three byline items of things they quote unquote added, and it's all like a joke. It's like you know, un, you know, get maximum levels yeah. for your characters. Character. Yeah. And it's just like you put that on the on the Steam profile, and people will be like, yeah, bye, woo. I mean, Ryan, if I wanted to know uh, what they could do to remake Final Fantasy VII and have it be really good, where, where could I go to read about oh, that? Oh, man, you could totally go to IGN.com, where oh. I just put up an article called How to Remake Final Fantasy VII. And it's Sounds very, good. It's very easy. And, man, if I, like, like I was saying, if I had unlimited creative control and no, and no limit to my resources, oof. I just want to say that on the second page of that feature, there's a brilliant new character suggested. Yes. Check out, go to IGN.com. Look at the How to Remake Final <laughs> Rolling Fantasy Rolling your eyes. No, I would, I would, I would, I would, you should, did, did you read that yet? No, not you yet. Should, you oh. should take a look at it when you yeah. get a chance. It's yep. funny. Um, it's, it's funny to me. It's interesting to me that you guys are most frustrated that it's coming out on PC but not coming out on Steam. It's most frustrating to me that it's fucking coming out on PC. Sure. Are you serious? But if you're going to do it on PC. serious? I mean, well, dude, I mean imagine if they brought it to, to PS3 but as a mini or something. Like, I mean, like, think just of it that it way. Dist- it, no, it's, but, it's it's a, cool. but it's already, I mean, they have the, like, you know, the the original game on the PSN, like, for a while. And then it's sold. Right. Didn't it sell well for yeah, them? Yeah, it's, it's but often it the best-selling game. So, my point being that, you know, one. if they're adding it to their distribution service and has achievements and stuff, just put it on Steam. Like, what yeah, are you doing? I mean, like, sure. I'm just saying, like, yeah, the this is really just, like, them like remembering that they had a PC version in the whatnot or wait yeah, was it was it a year later 2000s? no it was it was, was it, it was still late 90s yeah yeah okay. so like I feel like it's just them saying to themselves oh we we had this version let's just bring it back and and then we can we can plug our digital distribution platform because it probably gets no traffic uh, but you know what are you gonna do Steam you know Steam is a massive uh, consumer you know group and. Yeah, for sure. I, I have no problem with it being on PC. And when it came to PC, as you guys remember, in the late 90s, it was a fucking big deal. And, and, yep. and people were really excited about that. Same thing with 8. Yeah. But um, it just doesn't make any sense. Wait, it I didn't, doesn't... didn't 8 come to PC? Wow, I, so. I, don't, even, I don't remember that. It's, and, those were, and, and it was a big deal. I mean, uh, like the, the games, I think, were like a little prettier and people were excited about it or whatever. And they didn't maybe have a PlayStation. They had a PC. And so. Was it on like five discs or something crazy? Yeah, I don't, remember. I don't remember. I mean, it was on an absor- It was on an exorbitant amount of disc. All three of those games on PlayStation. So yeah. I can only imagine. It's really funny yeah. when uh, Mark Nix, our database manager at IGN, was talking to me about this uh, this this PC release that's happening, and he noticed in the in the fine print that there was the specs, and it's a giant file compared to the original PC version, which is obviously like so small in comparison to modern games now. And he went up to me, and he's like, "What?" What does it have in it? Why is it like ten times the size? It's the same game. And I was like, oh, we gotta find that out. I don't know. I think it's yeah. just because it's probably running at a higher resolution. The answer was that there's a uh, gigantic four billion megapixel picture of lightning and an advertisement <laughs> for Final Fantasy thirteen three. Yep. And it just flashes subconsciously. <laughs> I'm just. I, I'm. I, I'm starting to think that like, you know, 
I, I could visualize a reality in which Square Enix is making decisions solely to piss me off at this point because because that's because that's how they heard that, you on Beyond because that's how angry I get think. about everything they do now. It's like I can't even I can't even stomach it half the time. You know, Yoichi Wada thinks, man, that Colin, let's get him good. <laughs> they have a dartboard with Colin's face. I would, face I, would, I would absolutely believe it because it's like, I, like when I read that PC announcement, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, all right, number six. All right. THQ has shuttered its Phoenix, Arizona-based quality assurance facility. It will consolidate its QA efforts in with its Montreal-based offices. 57 part and full-time employees are or will be affected by the closure, though some of them will be able to go to Montreal as part of the consolidation. Our thoughts go out with those people that lost their jobs, of course, or I guess will lose their jobs because this is an ongoing thing. Also very interesting that companies are doing okay in Canada, mostly due to tax relief given by the Canadian government, I believe. So Yeah. No, no question why THQ is fleeing to Montreal and Quebec. Yeah. They also um, didn't get delisted by NASDAQ. They I saw that. Today. Yeah. I saw that. That's big. Yeah. That's good for now. Yep. Uh, number seven, Ninu Kuni, also known as Ninu Nana. Wrath of the White Witch, the much-anticipated JRPG from Level 5, set for release exclusively on PS3 early next year, is getting a special edition. However, that special edition will be made more tantalizing the more people pre-order it. New items will be unlocked when, quote, pre-established levels of pre-orders are released. Mm-hmm. Namco mm-hmm. notes. Yeah. So you have, to, you have to go to Namco's online retailer, but uh, it's their Namco store. Club Namco. Club Namco. I say, it says go. released here, but I, f- I feel like that should be reached. So I'm just going to say that actually the quote is, pre-established levels of pre-orders are reached. Not released because that doesn't make any I think sense. Someone just tried to is trying to Pick call. It up. Pick it up. I, I don't think I can. It's not. It's not. It's Tony Hawk. Is it Tony Hawk? No, it's fine. Hold on. Let's see if they keep calling. Oh god. Hold on. Is it? Hello. Hello. Okay, well, we're back. And so we just had a conversation with a guy named Max who just called <laughs> the uh, podcast beyond phone number. Uh, and we couldn't hear him through the computer, so I just decided to edit that part of the show out. I felt it was it was nice to talk to Max. Oh, yeah. uh, well, I didn't talk to Max, but he sounded like a nice guy. So, sounded like a decent guy. I just decided to uh, just to call in just for the hell of it. Clements told him to go fuck himself, which that, is yeah. why he didn't put it, put it in the podcast. I did not do that. Max can tell you. Max can, can go to IGN.com, go to the comments, throw the podcast beyond, and tell you that I did not say that and such things. <laughs> By the way, I just want to speak of comments. About? Oh, yeah, Club Namco. Club Namco. Oh, no, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's uh, it. Club uh, Namco. There mm-hmm. you go. I, I was going to say, speaking of comments, uh, Colin and I did a PlayStation conversation yesterday, and one of the comments was Andrew Goldfart, LOL, which I, <laughs> I actually laughed at. I liked it. Andrew Goldfart. <laughs> that's good. Goldfinger. Uh, that's real good. All right, number eight. Uh, Capcom's Vancouver-based internal development arm has laid off 20 employees, or about 7% of its overall staff. Capcom Vancouver is most recently known for Dead Rising 2 and was previously known as Blue Castle Games before Capcom acquired it. Our thoughts go out with the people affected by that as well. Man, a lot of closures. You have a lot of bad news. Uh, number nine, the earlier rumored Yakuza 1 and 2 HD collection is real. Sega has confirmed that the collection is set for release exclusively on PlayStation 3. But little else is currently known about it, and I'm not sure if it's actually going to come out here or not. Probably will, though. Mm. Since every other Yakuza game does. Do you mean Yakuza? Yakuza. Mutsudel! <laughs> <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is, someone brought this up in... I forgot if it was in email or on Twitter, but someone was like, we don't say ballot, we say ballet, which is the uh, kind of the... Yeah, but there, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not nimble enough to uh, think about... Uh, there's a, a slew of words that we've anglicized uh, mm-hmm. that are from other languages that you would not say, uh, you know in its native form as it were i mean again this is i never once cared even when we first argued i just thought it was funny. i don't really care either all right good. number 10 uncharted 3 drake's deception <laughs> is getting a major patch update 1.13 around august 14th the patch updates and fixes a lot of things with uncharted 3 but most notably it will add trophies for each of the dlc packs released for the game so far amounting apparently to 50 new trophies so that's interesting i guess that's a lot no one cares about trophies here when Greg's not here. I don't like it. Number 11, World War Z, the post-apocalyptic book by Max Brooks, has been trademarked for video game release. Paramount, the movie company, also responsible for the upcoming movie adaptation of the uh, book starring Brad Pitt, filed the trademark. What the nature of the game is or whether it'll actually ever come out remains to be seen. I wouldn't be surprised to see a game based on that. Yeah, it would just be funny because uh, then there would be World War Z, The War Z, and Daisy on the same year. And Jay-Z. And Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like that book very much. I only read about 50 pages of it, and I was like, eh. World it's War vignettes, Z. right? It's like a series of... I yeah, read, I just don't, I like the, I don't like the way it's written. Yeah, I've but never read it. But it's very, it's very popular. I own it. I have a copy of it at my apartment, but I've I'm never sure read it. it. I enjoyed it. 
Maybe I will. Number 12. Maybe you should. Hotshots Golf World Invitational, the launch Vita game, has gotten a massive update. Update 1.04 gives players a bunch of new options, including the creation of private tournaments, which is cool for players of that game. I played the Japanese version. I still have it uh, when we got our Vitas in December. I haven't gone back to play it because I couldn't fucking read anything in the game. Mm. Uh, and I'm not sure that saves carry over. Mm. But but the Japanese trophies in that game were the first trophies I ever earned on PlayStation Vita. Wow. Look at that. Even before Welcome Park. I think so, yeah. Wow. Welcome to Park. That's probably not how you say it. <laughs> Number 13. Sales data has emerged out of Japan, indicating that around 790,000 Vitas have been sold there since the system launched in December. Persona 4 The Golden is the best-selling game at retail, having sold around 188,000 copies. Yeah. Hot Shots Golf 6, Uncharted Golden Abyss, Gravity Days, and Dynasty Warriors next round out the top five games sold at retail. And when I wrote morning. that story, I, I linked back to... Uh, Right before the Vita launched in, in December of 2011, we wrote a story that the initial shipment was apparently 700,000 units. And so in, that, in the time since then, they've sold 790,000, which means they barely cleared their launch shipment. Yeah, I, I think that all of this talk from Sony about it's within our, the parameters in which we expected the system. I think that's all bullshit, personally. But you know, maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe they expected the system to sell utterly underwhelming. In which case, why would you release it at the time you did? I mean, we were just talking about how they need announcements. They also need either a price drop or, like, a de facto price drop. Like like you were saying, just throw a bunch of shit in the box, basically. But, like, you can't go I'd on with neither box. of those things happening. Yeah, I don't – I don't. I think a straight price drop would be the best course. But I think that throwing in, like, an 8-gig memory card and Uncharted at the yeah. same price would, would be – Or do do an Assassin's Creed one. Like, in the West, if they just did 250 bucks, you <laughs> get AC Liberation, you get an 8-gig card, and you get a Vita. I'd, I would just like to say, twenty. did you see this tweet? No. 26 minutes ago? I guess we've been up here for quite a while. Uh, president of Sony Computer Worldwide... Sorry. President of Sony Computer Worldwide Entertainment, Shuhei Yoshida-san, tweets, Say something, Andy. <laughs> With a smiley face. <laughs> well, I say stuff. Uh, apparently, you don't talk enough on Podcast Beyond. All right. I'll talk more. Please do. I talked. Uh, I talked a lot last week. I didn't want to talk over your sweet memories of IGN, though. Mm. Yeah, that was a that was a very nostalgic uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, something Andy. <laughs> I love that he calls you Andy too. He's like, you guys go way back. We we're pretty tight. <laughs> Shuhei and I. I loved, run, I loved running into Yoshida-san when we were just wandering. Were, were you with me when yeah. we were wandering? It was outside? me, you, and Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. It's just like, oh look. What a he's good guy. One of the highest ranking men in, in all of Sony's worldwide <laughs> operations. And he's just chilling. Yeah, he's, he's a great dude. Yeah. yeah I like for him sure. very much. Number 14. The PlayStation Network is scheduled for maintenance lasting 16 hours starting on Thursday, July 26th. When you will be affected depends entirely on where you live. Consult IGN's article for more information. I am still waiting to hear back from Sony about how this PSN outage affects North America uh, in particular. Uh, I assume, like pretty much all the other outages, will affect the entire network everywhere in the world, but we have to wait and see. Disappointing that it happens during the week, during the day. Yeah, but okay. for sure. Uh, and uh, number 15, finally, Quantum Conundrum is getting two DLC packs. Square Enix has confirmed that the Desmond debacle will be available for two ninety nine on PSN starting on August 15th. Ikarumba, I-K-E-Arumba. The second pack <laughs> will find its way to PSN on September 11th and will cost two ninety nine. That's it. I still haven't played that. I'm excited, too. I have a code for it, I think, from Damon, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was looking at my... I was I was just on PS3 yesterday, last night when I got home. You're on home. that PS3. I was on the PlayStation 3 uh, home video game console. Yeah, and I was just kind of looking at my games that I've downloaded. I deleted a lot of games from my hard drive, but I have like still probably a hundred plus games like downloaded on my mm-hmm. PS3. And I'm like, man, I haven't played half of these fucking games. When am I gonna play Okaboo? When are you gonna play Okaboo? <laughs> or Euphoria? Yeah. When or the Simpsons these? arcade game? You I haven't even played Journey. Yet. You better stop watching all those documentaries. Documentaries? Yeah. I, I, there's just there's just a fucking million games, and I, I've kind of it was sad because I had to come to terms with the fact that I am never gonna play some of these games. Like there's just not enough time in the day to play some of these games, and I'm just yeah. never gonna play them. And it's it's and I bought you know I bought a lot of these games. I bought Euphoria. I bought Okaboo, and I you know and when all those games were on sale, and it's like I will never play this shit. You know, Echo Chrome 2. You know, when, when am I going to play that? I think about that with the PS, uh, the PlayStation Plus games every once in a while. I'm like, wow, those are great games. I'm probably never going to touch them. Yeah, I just add every one of them to my download folder. Yeah. And then I just never touch them, um, which is sad. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what, what was one? Like, Shank 2 was a good oh, example. That ga- yeah, that, you know, I want to play that game. I got to go back and get that. Pick that yeah. one up. I'm going to play Journey. I, I found the code that you gave me like nine months ago the other day. I, I hope it's, like, oh, it's, oh, it's still good. It's probably invalid. You think so? Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. 
Well, I made a mistake. Yeah, you did. I can't believe you never played that, really. When was that? That was February? So it was four months ago. I mean, it was a, a while Five ago. Five months yeah. ago. How, how long do those coats have, you think? What? Like 90 days on those coats? I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's 60 days. Oh, wow. Uh, well, whoops. I can't believe you, ne- you didn't buy even it. put I'll the code into because, your PlayStation. Because people were, people were tweeting that the PS Plus codes that were given away at E3, when you like left, you got like a year subscription. Yeah, yeah, Remember, yeah. those are not even valid anymore. Okay, I'll just buy it. It's fine. I want to play it anyway. You should. Um, Funny it, that you didn't get to it yet. It only takes two hours. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't it's, played it yet either. It's the le- oh god. This guys. weekend. This weekend. If you if you text me on Saturday and remind me, I'll play Journey. I'll play. With, okay. I'll play with you because there's a, there's a trophy. If I don't know if we can. I don't know how the hell you could sort it out. Sort it out. <laughs> uh, in such a way that we can play together, but um, you can't. I know, but like, there's got to be a way in which we can run into each other in the game because there is a trophy yeah. for getting through the game together with someone else. There's also we have a I think in our wiki we have how to get like every trophy in one playthrough. You can't. I mean, well, there's one trophy for playing the. Isn't I they know, put but they you, put a trophy on every one of their games, don't they? That you have to turn it on seven days after you have first played it or something like that. I don't know. I'm not sure. There was but one for Flower. I'm just saying that you can't. You literally can't uh, like decide who you play with. That's all randomized. Not I'm, I'm just going to keep turning it off and back on until I find Colin. I mean, but the nice thing is that uh, there's a, a lot of people will just play through the whole game with you once you start playing with them because it's, it's short. It doesn't. And you can do it in one. It save. doesn't show you the username of the person you're playing with until the end, right? Until the end. Correct. So, oh, really? Oh, so, so we, there was even no if we, we were on the phone, it's like <laughs> I, okay, would I, feel like, you. I would be like, hey, is that you? Jump, start jumping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll happily do that. I got Yeah, I gotta. I gotta sort that one out as well. That yep. was another game on the list where I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know when I'm I guess play it's this. possible that if you guys like booted it up at the exact same time, maybe like just because you're in close proximity to each other, maybe it would pair you. But I have no, I don't know what their uh, uh, look. Oh, what? I dropped, <laughs> I, I, dropped, I dropped something and then I stopped talking. I was trying to figure out if the correct word was algorithms or logarithms. I, one of those is right. Algorithm. Algorithms, probably. I don't even think logarithms is a thing. I couldn't tell you. I'm not yeah. a mathematician. A mathematician? Remember, remember lo- the log button on your scientific computer or your scientific calculator? Mm. <laughs> your scientific, scientific computer. Scientific computer. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> it's time to move on. Let's move on. Uh, hey, Colin. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I got some cold hard cash burning a hole in the side of my pocket, mm. and I wanted to go down <laughs> to the mom and drop and bop and shop bop. Mm. <laughs> Why isn't it burning a <laughs> hole in your leg? <laughs> no one ever asked that question. Yeah, what if it was facing like, the other way? That would be oh, terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just like, ah! <laughs> Like, if it's burning a hole in your pocket, it should be able to burn a hole in your leg. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, maybe the heat is just facing down. Always? Always. Forever. Huh. And, the, uh, and anyway. it's not, and what if you had change? Because the change would conduct the heat in which you would scold yourself on it. All right, well. Anyway, if I had to go to the <laughs> drop mop lop, where where would I where would I go to where Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> where would I go to find out what I could buy at the shop? <laughs> you go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. Boo doo boo boo boo. That was rough. That's like on on, on M Dog's uh he has the um the podcast beyond like soundboard thing on, yeah. on ios and android it, which is downloaded and i by the way i trust m dog implicitly um <laughs> and one of those things is where greg's like where yammering, greg, yammering through, and like, you were like what was that <laughs> that reminded me of that that was good oh, you should miss, download that it's free yeah yeah it's great i miss greg i miss greg too i miss did him. we ever uh, did i ever even say he was on vacation yeah he's he did. dead oh <laughs> He's somewhere. He's on vacation, man. He, I've not been apart. We have not been apart from Greg collectively for this long ever. Well, I mean, I was uh, <laughs> while I was waiting in line for the Dark Knight Rises, the midnight show. I was just getting texts from. He sent me like the same picture four times of some kid I've never seen before, and then like some dude in a couch, and then him with two friends I've never seen. Then he tweeted like a, a bathtub filled with beer. Like, what the fuck is he doing? I don't know. Sorry I'm not sure if we're ever gonna see him again. It's true. <laughs> uh, on PS3, uh, let's see, Foosball 2012. Mm. and malicious both came out i'm reviewing malicious started playing it the aesthetically it's it reminds me of a little bit of el shaddai which i, I freaking didn't like that game ascension the, of the megatron ascension of the, the, the i did not like that game at all uh but uh it plays very differently so we'll see i don't have an opinion on it yet also lego batman 2 and resident evil uh operation, uh, operation raccoon, raccoon city. city i have an orc here written i was like don't i don't know that. what the fuck that means <laughs> yeah um <laughs> That also came out. Those are retail to digital games. I heard that um, Orc is $15 at Best Buy, and it is $50 on PSN. What is it, 4.0 IGN.com? Something like that. I think maybe even lower than that. 
And uh, Foosball 2012 and Malicious are both on sale for PlayStation Plus. On Vita, yes, there are Vita games this week. Foosball no 2012, way. which is a crossplay game, and you buy it once on Vita or PS3, you get the other one for free. And Puddle, which is a PS3 game that has been ported to Vita. Uh, I will be reviewing that as well. I will start playing it on the train on the way home today. I think Puddle was the game developed by a bunch of students in, uh, in, a, in university, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Do you think they, they haven't said yet how the how it'll work for PlayStation All-Stars? Do you think you'll have to buy it twice or do you think you'll buy one and get it? I think it'll be like it was with the show, which was uh, you got, I think, a discount or like a discounted bundle. But I can't imagine they're going to give that game away for free, yeah. even though they should. So and what about Sly Cooper? Uh, I think it'll be the same thing. I think I think you'll probably get both of them for, you know, $80 or something like that. Cool. $70, whatever it is. But I don't think they're going to give you like sixty dollars for Sly Cooper and give you the Vita version for free. See, I just—it's weird to me that there's only one trophy set for Sly Cooper, but you have to buy it twice. If that's the case, then maybe it's different. But I—I I, yeah. I don't—I can't imagine that. You know, like yeah. there's there's got to be costs involved. I mean, they obviously didn't decide to move Sly Cooper to Vita until the, the game was well into development. Yeah, and so that—and that's probably the reason why the game was delayed because the game was I think supposed to come out already. Um, and I don't think that game really belongs on the Vita. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. I don't understand why that game's on Vita to begin with. I'm going to be playing it on Vita. Colin, did you by chance get the PSN update, or is that uh, was that, that basically that, that, it? That, that was included it. it? Yeah, right. I mean, there's malicious. like some there's some other stuff. There's uh, yeah, there's uh, how much is malicious by the way? If you are a PS Plus member, it is seven ninety nine. It is ten dollars <laughs> if you are not a PlayStation Plus member. Get a little discount there. Yeah, malicious is an it's an interesting idea. It's just boss fights. Yeah. Um, and you like choose the order in which you fight the bosses, so it's very Mega Man like, and you get their weapon. So. I think you upgrade things and stuff. I haven't played it very much yet. I've been running around answering emails and eating salads and shit today. I, yes, I ate a salad for... Wow, and no shit. No way. I ate a salad and shit. <laughs> you just cut the you shit out. A, you probably would have enjoyed the salad. You, a ate, you, you ate a salad? Look at you. Yesterday and today for lunch, I ate a salad. Look at you, man. I'm fucking so hungry right now. You have no I'm, idea. I'm hungry, too. Um, now, just out of curiosity, mm. uh, have you returned to your gluten-free diet? No. Okay. I have. This is more of a weight loss thing because I noticed that I look like I'm getting pregnant again. Okay. Um, so I've been trying to uh, cut back on that. I just want to truncate the stomach and the ass just a little by a little. by removing the burrito or the seven cheeseburgers I usually I mean, eat for lunch. I mean, the stomach, sure. The ass is a whole different conversation. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that? It's looking great. Yeah? yeah? Thank you. I think some girls dig a little... Drunk in junk the trunk. The trunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was. I'm a little, a little uncomfortable now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to some reader mail. Uh, okay. My friends listening, if you guys want to email us, just send it to beyond at ign.com. You can join in on this conversational podcast. Let's go through a couple. I got a lot of. Uh, we got a lot more casual uh, emails this week, which I'm, I'm totally fine with. Okay. Uh, let's start with something very casual, as previously indicated. What's up, Beyond? You guys are always talking about awesome places to go around the San Francisco area. Got any recommendations that are perfect for dates? Oh, and my name is Patrick. Jaspers. Jaspers. Place is the best. All right, where's Jaspers? Um, somewhere. <laughs> I don't know the intersection or anything. Somewhere. Uh, I mean, what, so what is it? Is it a restaurant? A you were there. Shop? You've been there. I was there with you. Really? Yeah. When were we? You there? like walked really far to get there, and you met us after we had already started eating, and we, and you ate in the back, and they have all the really good pretzels, and and the dessert was a uh, uh, whiskey and uh, donut. Yep. Yeah, that place is the best. That. Yeah, that place is really good. Yeah, a little expensive, but yeah. it would be great for a date. I, what do you think, Kyle? Where would you take your lady friends? Yancey's. Yancey's. Yeah. At Ninth and Irving, and then you at one o'clock or so, you walk outside, you buy a sausage from the street vendor, and you walk home. Yep. Uh, that, that's what I do when I go there. I'll tell how you about, what. I'll tell you what. How about uh, I'll give you a, a serious recommendation because <laughs> Yancey's is a little rough around the edges. <laughs> that's a sports bar. Um, if you're looking for uh, taking a date, go to any of the Tart to Tarts because that is basically Date Central. They they are really cute little coffee and uh, dessert shops and. People, I see people go on dates there all the time. Tart to really, tart. you see people on date. I've never been in that place before because it's it's at what seventh or eighth in Irving. Yeah, it's like yeah. Um, so it's in the Inner Sunset. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's I've another n- one downtown though. I think it's open all night, isn't it? It's open pretty late. I don't know about all night. The donut shop by uh, by there is like the open all night. Donut shop, Donut World. Fucking love Donut World, donut man. World, tell you, man. Tell, tell you what. You what. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes when I leave the bars in that area, I buy you the hit, sausage. Sometimes I hit up Donut World, and then I go to oh. fucking, and then I go to the pizza shop at 19th. And <laughs> you do the trifecta. 
You get the sausage, then you then you get some sweets with the donuts, and you end with the pizza. You've been with Greg and I where we've eaten sausage and then eaten pizza. Yeah, and that was the <laughs> wasn't that the night I had to enter Wolverine recovery mode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was actually the night we went to we went out with uh, Shuhei. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, we came back to our neighborhood and we we went drinking. Clements was fucking bombed, and he and he was I was in a bad way. He was messed up. Like Greg, Greg and I were just like laughing at a table, like drinking beers and stuff. And the waitress just kept bringing Clements water. I shit you what not, Clements. I, I shit you not, Clements drank five glasses of water in like a half an hour, yeah, and then bro. and then he recovered. Yeah. Like, the, uh, like, he did that once at uh, one of Damon. I think yeah, Damon's I last Damon show, show or, too. It might have been during GDC. Yeah, you were like you didn't you didn't speak English. You were just unintelligible, and then you had. A a few glasses of water and you were like oh hey guys how's it going you're like so perfectly <laughs> sober really like I, enter the, I enter this like cocoon healing state and then yeah. I, uh, i've never I seen recover. anything like it it's very interesting yeah, it yeah. is it's impressive it's that was just you know, it's just but hydration. that was but that was the night that I, I ate the sausage with the mayonnaise and the onions on and it. Then you, and, and then I got mayonnaise on my glasses. <laughs> and then I never realized that I went into the pizza shop, ordered mozzarella sticks, <laughs> ate them, woke up the next morning, and there was just like dollop of mayonnaise on my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you disgusting mess. No one said anything. Entire- I didn't notice it. I was I guess I wasn't in the right shape to I just remember St- like in during my recovery period, you guys were scarfing those sausages down, and I just wanted to just hurl everywhere. <laughs> just the smell, and I was like, "Oh God!" They were bacon street meat, street meat. I love sausages. street meat; dude. it's the best. Oh yeah, you got some of that bacon wrap sausage at uh, E3 too. Yeah, I just ate the shit yeah. out of those bacon wrap sausages mm-hmm. at E3. I'll tell you what. Yep. I don't even. I just want to talk about fun stories now. I don't even yeah. want to read email. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh well, let's. Um, oh no, we talked about that at length. Oh man, I should have done the uh, Greg Miller thing where I brought pulled that question in during our verses discussion. Jose uh, had asked us a question about verses, but we've already talked at length about that. BTW. Speaking of that, do you think it's do you think it's going to hit uh, Orbis or whatever the PlayStation Four is called? I don't know. I, I'm still not convinced it's real. I yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I like no matter how many weekly meetings they have, they have. I don't think we're ever going to see it. All right, let's do some quick fires from Omi. Ooh. Beyond, Ryan, why did you decide to go vegetarian on us? I've just recently gone vegetarian. I'm in my fourth day of vegetarianism. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, So some of the reasons are dumb. Some of them are, I think, legitimately good reasons. The dumb reason, but it's not really dumb, but it's a little dumb, is that I'm sick of being worried about getting food poisoning from meat, which I I had a spell recently after eating some stuff, and I I just thought to myself, you know, if I was a vegetarian, I probably... I mean, of course... Foodborne contaminants can happen anywhere, but your chances of food poisoning are pretty drastically cut, I believe. Well, except for that, like, E. coli outbreak with the spinach yeah, and the tomatoes a while back. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I'm just saying, it's always, it's, you know, there's always the danger. Yep. But I feel like it's, uh, it's a lot less dangerous to eat the veggies. And also, there's some uh, personal reasons. My lady friend is vegetarian, so when... Uh, we live together. It'll probably be uh, easier if I'm a vegetarian as well. I believe last time we talked about you keeping a cooler full of ground beef in the backyard to scoop out <laughs> when you have cravings. Gross. <laughs> so gross. Um, Omi also asked Greg, what was your secret to beating Metal Gear Solid 2 on extreme difficulty? Did he actually do that? Uh, I, I think he, that Yeah, story. he did because he got all the dog tags, so you'd have all to right, beat it well, on all the difficulties. Greg can drugs. sign off on that later. Drugs is PCP the answer. PCP was the answer to that question. <laughs> Colin, yeah. is it possible that Square Enix stopped development of Final Fantasy Versus 13 at some point and was later forced to restart it to appease the stockholders? Maybe. I think that it's clearly it was canceled at some point. I don't know why they, they restarted it again. Mm. Goldfarb, how was your Greg Miller-less The Dark Knight Rises viewing experience? Oh, it was good. Well, I mean, so it was uh, me, Mitch, uh, Anthony, and Naomi. And we were waiting in line for a very long time. Uh, we got in line at like 9 p.m., and we got to the front of the line, and they were like, oh, man, they let in the IMAX screening like an hour ago. And we were like, fuck. And so by the time we got in there, we were like in the very front row all the way to the side. So the, the experience itself, we couldn't hear that much or see that much. But uh, I, I've, seen really? it. I've seen it again since then, and I'm seeing it again tonight. So Jesus Christ. I'm covered. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Are you? With Nate Ahern. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I don't often go to the movie theater. Um, but when I do. But I'm excited about this. I think I – think, uh, really, I've said it before. I really love the way – the uh, Christopher Nolan, that's the director, right? Yeah. I think I like the way he does the. Uh, that's that guy. I like I like the way he uh, does villains. Like I really yeah. liked um, what was it, Scarecrow in the first one that he did. Yeah. It was basically just a dude in a suit with a burlap sack over his head. Like yeah. that's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, and the Joker was awesome too. And now Bane looks totally cool. It's it's 
I like it. It's real. People are split yeah. on Bane. I fucking love Bane. I love what they did with Bane. Did I? Is it true that there's like anti-government overtones to this? To this? To Bane? Oh well, I mean, the whole movie is very much like the ninety-nine percent, one percent thing for mm. sure. Interesting. Yeah. Doctor Moriarty, the alternate universe Colin with a PhD. <laughs> I just moved to Dix Hills in Long Island. Mm. What historical sites can I visit? Oh, Jesus, I don't know. Um, all of Long Island is very historic. I, I wouldn't. I don't focus on Long Island for being historical, though it is. I mean, it's very old. Um, I would just concentrate on going to cool places on Long Island generally, which are usually the beaches, and go out east to Montauk and to Orient and the Hamptons and things of this nature, and leave the history to New England because it's more interesting up there. We're going to the Hamptons. <laughs> Speak now, <laughs> or we are going to the to Hamptons. To the Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring? Um, did you bring your bathing suits? <laughs> <laughs> what were the horses' names? Prick something and prickly uh, Snoopy Pete. and prickly Pete. Snoopy and prickly Pete. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry. Okay. It's and a Seinfeld reference. Angelo writes beyond. Hey, Greg, Colin, Ryan, and Goldfarb slash guest. Angelo here, or Angelo. I like An- that better. Angelo. I was reading the All-Stars wiki on IGN and noted the characters' super moves. Some of them seemed strange to me, which led me to wonder, if you guys were characters in-game, what would your super moves be? Goldfarb? I'm first? Jesus. Yeah. Um, Eating an apple. <laughs> you yeah. just eat an apple, it just annoys everyone. I would everyone. eat an apple and everyone would get so annoyed that they'd walk off the screen and kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Come on. Be mad. Be mad, just be really angry. <laughs> yeah, you just get furiously angry and punch everyone. I uh, I was thinking about this. I, I would say that just like in, um, um, oh no, what is the name of the Michael Jackson video game? Moonwalker? Moon something. Uh, you reviewed it 17 times. No, no, no. I'm actually talking about the, the original. Genesis theory. one? Yeah, like the old school. I thought it was like Moonwalker or something like Moon that. Moonraker, yeah. like in GoldenEye. Not Moonraker. I, I almost said that, too. The Moonraker like, nope, laser. That's the laser. Uh, yeah, similar to his special move where he just starts dancing and all, everyone on screen stops what they're doing, all these gangsters with guns, and they just start <laughs> dancing along. And then Michael Jackson's like, oh! And they all just fall over dead. <laughs> uh, I think uh, my power would be similar in that K-pop would start playing and then everyone would dance with me and then I'd, and then they would all just die. Wow, that's great. Yeah. This is from Corey. Beyond. I first... uh, All right, let's start that over again. Beyond. Beyond. First, I want to say I totally agree with Colin's review of Rainbow Moon. I think that everyone should play Rainbow Moon. The following quote proves that everyone should. Quote, I want to impress my gallant Gorodo, but first I must pimp myself. End quote. (laughs) This is said by Bejaja. B-E-G-A-J-I-A. Beige, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the, yeah, uh, the, like I said in the, in the um, like I said in the the review, the game is made by a German company. The translation is like not very good. I, um, I disagree. I think it sounds amazing. But uh, and the the stories are relevant. The game's fun. And what I'm what I'm really what I, I I've been getting so much great feedback. People just are like getting lost in that game. And uh, it's just it's very repetitive. It's just like every old school RPG is, and you either like it or you don't. But I'm I'm glad that people are enjoying it. I think it's like so. It's the value of that game is fucking awesome. My favorite story is, is. Uh, Colin Campbell getting involved in that game. I think it's very funny. What do you mean? I, I just like picturing Colin Campbell neglecting oh. his kids to level up and to Moon. play Rainbow Moon. Yeah, to grind levels. <laughs> uh, here's some quick fires from Jeff from Canada Land. <laughs> These are all directed to all of us. First. Would you rather have the wealth and resources of Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark? To me, that's obvious, but I guess that's just my opinion. Is Isn't it Tony obvious? Stark richer? Well, I, mean, I don't know that he is. I would, I would go with Tony Stark in a heartbeat. I feel like he has way better resources. No, I'm going to go with Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's got the creepy-ass butler. He's got the... There is nothing creepy about Alfred. He's got the, the cave thing going on. He's got the... Tony Stark could buy and build a cave if he wanted Mm. Yeah, but Bruce, I think Bruce Wayne's a cooler character. Well, Not he's that I know much right. about either. Number one, he's a cooler character. Number two, I think he has. I I, I don't know. Someone's going to prove me wrong. We're going to get a nerdy email, but I think he has more money than Tony Stark. Okay, who's well? Who's, if you who's guys richer? can send the 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 net worth of Tony Stark <laughs> and Bruce Wayne to Beyond at IGN.com. Please do. Uh, the favorite bat suit and bat vehicle in any iteration of the Batman universe. Uh, I like the the invisibility suit in the new Lego Batman because I can imagine doing stuff with it. 
<laughs> that came off way creepier. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dear Lord. I bet you can. All right. No. I, don't, I don't know the answer to that yeah, question. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, <laughs> That's the only answer. <laughs> if you were condemned to hell and your punishment was to play only one game you hate most for all of eternity, what is that game? Why would I pick my own? Like, I just pick a game I loved that I would want to play endlessly. It's like Arkanoid, which or is what Rainbow Moon. No, I think like a game like Arkanoid would be great to play, or like uh, some sort of puzzle game that you could just play endlessly that doesn't really end. You know, and that's pretty difficult. I'm probably my personal hell would be playing the Dead Money DLC from Fallout New Vegas, which was the worst piece of garbage ever. You know, ruined like I spent like a hundred hours with that game, and then the DLC just ruined my experience. <laughs> Here's a, here's an easy one. Uh, do you prefer extreme heat or extreme cold? Cold, 100. percent We we all know cold. I run hot. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, like if you're yeah, cold, we all know that. Well, <laughs> I do it. <laughs> if you, <laughs> hey, I'm sweating. You sweat. How do we stop sweating? How do we stop sweating? If you're um, if you're cold, you fucking grab a jacket or a blanket. If you're like super hot and sweating, like you can't There's cool down. You can do about it. Yeah, I agree. You got to get one of those little spritzy spray bottles <laughs> with the fan on the top. Yeah, that does the trick. <laughs> Oh man, I love the the dialogue on this show is great, huh, guys? <laughs> Somebody has to. Uh, man, there's a, we got a lot of quick fires in this week. I love quick fires. I love this one from. I don't think they gave uh, a name, but just said uh, this guy or girl says. I was wondering if you have ever thought of having beer during the podcast. Sure, it would be hilarious. We have in the past. We have. Yeah. In the past. Greg and I were Greg and I were really funny. drunk during the uh, the PSN. When the PSN came back after being down for a couple months or whatever the hell it was, mm-hmm. we we were drunk that on that episode. Yeah, and we Clement and I just drank a beer in the middle of the day yesterday for yeah, at like one in the amazing. afternoon for no reason. So <sighs> beyond Ryan, I was just thinking, uh, listening to an episode of the Comedy Button, and Anthony Gallegos was talking about how he loves to dance. You two should have a dance off and put a video online. It would be really awesome. But. Uh, be it to a game like Dance Central or just to any old song. Thanks in advance. Love you from Keith. Uh, I'd like so to see for, you guys dance the candle in the wind. For, so, yeah, first of all, <laughs> I like that. Wait, all right, yeah, well, uh, first of all, I, don't, I can't compete against Anthony because that man and I are allies of the dance floor. We, uh, we often help run the show at uh, Damon's performances. To, like uh, the one shepherd. on Friday. Oh, man, I totally forgot again. Ah, that's right. Damon Hatfield has a show coming up in San Francisco. And it's Ray Gutierrez's birthday party. Jeez, what a, that, that's going to be a disaster. <laughs> that show is going to be... I'm gonna, I don't even know if I should drink. I should just bring a camera and just film the, the complete and utter disgrace that's going to happen <laughs> just during both. that show. Oh, goodness. Um, anyway, what else we got? Anybody else got anything to talk about? Nah. Oh, wait, this, is a, this was a funny question. Colin, I'll, I'll direct this to you. Okay. This is a small thing that's been bugging me for a while. In the E3 gameplay for Last of Us, Joel goes up to a movie poster, and it comes up with a press circle to interact uh, prompt. Do you know what happens if Joel takes time out of his busy schedule to interact <laughs> with this poster? Yes, I do, because I saw it. Yeah, they did it in the Behind Closed Doors demo. Yeah, that is cool. that demo not... Has that demo never been shown to anyone? I don't the, think so. That sucks for all you guys. Sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, it does. It's totally, it totally yeah. sucks, because they, they, like, they played through what you saw at E3, uh, the press conference, but totally differently. Yeah. Um, he in, in what we saw, he does interact with the poster. It's um, awesome, too. It, well, they, they both kind of do. They both talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he talks about how it was a movie and he saw it and all this kind of stuff. And then he's like, he very abruptly stops talking, like, yeah. wanting to stop talking about the movie. Which well, because she's like, who do you see it with? And then he's like, fuck off, Ellie, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Does he say that? No. no. Oh, okay. Nobody should ever shoot Ashley Johnson up, that way. Um, so he doesn't actually tear the poster off the wall or anything. <laughs> no. No, no, no. They just talk about, it. like, you're going through, like, your motions, just like in an Uncharted game where he's, like, yeah. chatting up with uh, Chloe chatting or whatever. Up. Yeah. Man, that Chloe. Tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, what? I love King of the like, Hill. That was my a little bit of a Hank Hill impression. Yeah. I was uh, um, I was obsessed with that show for like a month. Oh, me too, dude. I love that show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love his, his like sounds that he makes are so. Who, who's the blonde guy that the Boomhauser? Boomhauer. Boomhauer and. I just love how no one like flinches. Everyone like he's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Boom Hub. Um, 
Yeah, I never like that's a show where I always hated the animation style, but it it's still it's still fun to watch. Yeah, like it because it barely moves. Yeah, and it's just so ugly. Yeah, like everything is ugly and terrible. Show. Is that the tape Ryan Clements that uh we made like a week ago? Yeah, is it supposed to be me? Yeah, I designed it and Moriarty drew in the details. All right, thanks. You guys. have a you have a basketball jersey on in it. <laughs> Some, something I've never worn. Man, you guys you want solid gold comedy you get some sort of video of me in gym class in eighth grade trying to play basketball or some what? garbage people are filming you in gym class in eighth grade it's not uh, solid gold okay. comedy no, i'm terrifying. saying it's that, a felony that, that, video, <laughs> that video doesn't actually exist what i'm saying is if that video were to exist you have solid gold comedy because good oh man i was so bad at sports it was it was a joke it's like a joke against my family i'm sorry that's pretty much all we have for you today. We we'll leave it think? on that note. We'll leave it on that note. <laughs> that that up, uh, I don't know, whatever. I've been watching a lot of that Whose Line Is It Anyway on YouTube. Remember so that good. show? Yeah, that, that show was great. amazing. Ah, all right, we usually end the show with a song. So this song was sent to me by Jack, who writes, Hello, my name is Jack. Hmm. Hi, Jack. And wait, 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 wait. Could you stop for a second? Sure. Why is it like, it's like we're being, it's like an abduction going it's on. It's like there's this, this bright light just shot into the podcast room. What's happening out there, Kyle? Give us an update. It's one of those umbrellas. It's one of those umbrellas with a light that with I never light, really understood. Yeah, the umbrella lights. Yeah, never really understood the umbrella light. It, one d- of it those diffuses imp- the light and kind of makes it light up. What are they filming? Are they I, filming don't, us? I don't know. I don't even know who. I was yeah, they're filming the podcast room. Isn't that the plan? Is it? I don't know, Goldfarb. Is that the plan? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, this, this email is from Jack, who writes, uh, I've been a listener for about a year now, and I'm enjoying every podcast that you guys do. I have a solo experimental electronic music, music thingy call, uh, going on called Clumsy Titan. I just made my first album, and I think that you guys will really dig this. This is my song called I Use My Voice. This is uh, Jack's Clumsy Titan Project. I like that name. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, I Use My Voice. Thank you guys so much. Oh, and I forgot to do all the plugs. Ah. You can follow uh, IGN on Twitter, IGN. You can follow IGN on Facebook. You can Google Plus us. We're all on the Twitters. I'm Pwam Cider. Goldfarb is Garfep, G-A-R-F. Yeah, Greg always regrets yeah. fucking elderly people. <laughs> That's how we say it. And, uh, and Colin is no taxation, all one word. Pwam, and, by the way, is P-W-A-M, in case you guys have been wondering. And Greg That's is Game Over we'll Greggy. And game, uh, yeah. Shuhei Yoshida is U.S.P. Yes, and, Port- and Portillo is Portillo IGN. Yeah, Ashley Johnson's the Vulcan salute. <laughs> SF Supco is at SF Supco. All right, that's enough. Cool the part. New York Islanders are NY uh, Islanders. I'm about to end. I'm about to cut you guys <laughs> off from the recording. Uh, thank you guys very much. We'll be back next week, Tuesday, for another exciting episode of Podcast Beyond. Uh, we'll probably that is that going is the next week the one where it's going to be our big uh, our big. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So we'll go back in time and do 250 proper with Greg Miller in tow. And until then, let's listen to I Use My Voice. Beyond. Beyond.
that's all for now. Am I getting taller? Yeah. yeah. All right, now we're good. It's like way deep, like way further in than it should be. Oh. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I recorded the whole thing, and it's going at the end of the oh. podcast. It's way deeper than it should be. Colin's like, uh, uh, uh. that sounds right. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yes. One second. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.